Shabbos Dav Kofiyo. Today's email comes to us from Shaul Perlstein from Borough Park, and he writes, We cannot express enough our gratitude to you for being Marbis Torah in such a beautiful manner. Your sense of humor only adds to the enjoyment of the blood. Like you say many times, it is also Gashmias besides the true Ruchnias, and he goes on, Thank you, Shaul Perlstein. We're continuing to discuss different remedies, refuas of Talmudic nature. If somebody's bit by a snake, he should find a fetus of a white donkey. He tears it and he puts it on top of the bite. But he has to make sure that the mother is not a traitor. The Gemara tells us that there's a person appointed by the king in Pompadisa that was bit by a snake. He found 13 white donkeys like that. He tore them open and he found that they were all traitor. He heard that there's one on the other side of town. He ran to the, he ran to the other side of town. And by the time he got there, a lion ate that final donkey. Says Abaya, it must be, this person was over on the Rabbanon. He was mizals on the Rabbanon, as it says in the There's no remedy for that. And that's why he died from the snake bite. Indeed, the Gemara says, after Rav was nifter, Rabbi Yitzchak instituted a year of Avelos, that when you bring Adasim to a wedding, you shouldn't use the bells. And he insisted on using bells, and therefore he died from the snake bite. If a person finds himself wrapped by a snake, he should jump into the water and put a basket by his head and let the snake climb into the basket and then toss it into the water and run out of the water. If the snake is extremely upset at him and he's tracking him down by the smell, he should have his friend carry him for Amos to throw off the smell. If not, he should jump over a puddle. If not, he should jump over a river. If he got away from the snake and it's nighttime, he should sleep in the open so the snake doesn't come down from the ceiling. He should put four barrels on each one of the legs of his bed, put four cats there, and put something down on the floor so that when the snake comes, it'll make noise, the cats will eat him. If a woman is not sure if the snake has a taiva for her, she should take off her clothing and have the snake go to the clothing. If the snake goes there, that means she's in trouble. What she should do, she should mashamish with her husband. Some say that will actually increase the snake's taiva. So what should she do? She should throw her nails and her hair at the snake and she should say, In other words, she's a nida and that will turn him away. If the snake went inside of her, she should sit on two barrels and put very fatty meat on top of coals and she mixes cress with very good smelling wine and when he starts coming out towards the food grab it with a pliers or something and throw it into the fire says the Mishnah all foods that you eat and typically people eat even if you eat them for refuah you're allowed to eat them what does it come to include it comes to include foods that typically you think that people don't really eat such as spleen to whiten the teeth because it's really bad for the stomach or vetch which is good for the stomach but really bad on the teeth so you think people don't eat it, Kamashmalan is considered food. Kalamashkim, all liquids, all drinks, to include caper berry and vinegar. It sounds a little gross. Nevertheless, people drink it and therefore it's considered a drink and you're allowed to drink it on shops. What's really gross is Meraglaim and normal human beings don't drink that. Made the column that we had yesterday, which is really sharp drink that people don't drink unless they're sick, it comes from within two palm trees. The first cup heals, the second cup causes diarrhea, which cleans the body, and the third cup comes out as pure as it went in. In other words, it did its job. Ula says, Babli beer is much better than made the column, as long as you haven't had a cup of this within the last 40 days. Some say it's not made the kalim with the lamid, but made the karim with the resh, meaning it stabs the gallbladder. And it's referring to Zisoim Hamitri, Egyptian beer. How do you make this? Rabbi Yosef says he take a third barley. Rapapa, who was a beer maker, said, no, it's not barley. It's a third wheat. And the other ingredients are the same, a third saffron and a third salt. And you drink this between Pesach and Shavuos. Chosi Karm that the Mishnah talks about is 
consists of azuz weight of Alexandria sap, and these are important ingredients to remember. Alexandria sap, azuz of alum, and azuz of saffron. And you grind them together. If a person has jaundice, you take two out of the three of these ingredients, and we'll have a little bit more of this later. And now the Gemara is going to give us 11 remedies, no less than 11 remedies for azava. One of them is you take three of these ingredients. If you don't have the three ingredients, you could take three log of of Persian onions, and you cook them in wine, and that's the theme now, a lot of cooking with wine and beer, and you tell the woman, kum mezoyvet. If you don't have that, you put her on a crossroad, you give her a cup of wine, and you have somebody come from behind and scare her. If you don't have that, you give her a handful of fenugreek saffron and cumin, and you cook it with wine, and you say, kum mezoyvet. If you don't have that, you take 60 clay barrel seals, and you smear it on her, and you say, kum mezoyvet. If you don't have that, you take something called pashtina, and you cook it in wine, and you say, kum mezoyvet. You don't excuse the noise. If you don't have that, you take, you burn a rumisa bush, and in the winter you use cotton rags, and in the summer you use linen rags, you put it in there. If you don't have that, you dig seven holes in the ground, and you burn a vine from Arla, and you give her a cup of wine, and she stands up and sits down in each one of those holes, and you say, Kum If you don't have that, you give her fine flour, you put it, you smear it on the bottom part of her body, and you say, Kum If you don't have that, you might have an ostrich egg laying around. So you take that and you burn the ostrich egg, and in the summer you put it in linen rags, and in the winter in cotton rags. If you don't have that, you open up a barrel of wine for her, and you make sure she drinks a lot of it all the time. If you don't have that, and this is the final one, you take one barley that you find within the waist of a mule, a white mule, and if you hold it for one day, it stops the ziva for two days. If you hold it for two days, it stops the ziva for three days. And if you hold it for three days, it will stop the ziva forever. Jandas, we take two of the three ingredients of Alexandria sap and the alum and the saffron. However, it has a really bad side effect. It causes sterility. It causes to become akar. So if you don't have that, you can take the head of a fish called shibuta de milcha and you cook it in wine. If you don't have that, you take yummy locust juice. You don't have that, you could use the juice of a small bird called a nikre. And you smear it on your body. You go to the, to the bathhouse and you smear it there. If you don't have a bathhouse, you can stand between a wall and an oven. You need that heat. Rebellion says there's another way to heal jaundice, and that is you take the linen, the, the, the sheet of somebody that has jaundice or that person himself, you wrap him up really tight. Rav Kahana did this to Rav Akhar Yosef, and he was healed. If that doesn't work, or you don't have one, you take three times three lugim, three kapizis of Persian dates, and three kapizis of wax that's overflowing from a honeycomb and three cup pieces of red aloe you boil it in beer if you don't have that you take blood from the forehead of a very young donkey and you shave the head of the jaundice patient and you put it in the center of his head you have to be really careful about this blood because it could blind the person if you don't have that you take the head of a ram that was pickled in and you then it was pickled and you cook it in beer if you don't have that you take the head of a pig that has spots you tear it, and you put it on top of the heart of the sick person. You don't have that. You take leeks from the middle row. So the Gemara was an Arab who had jaundice, and he traded with a gardener. He asked the gardener for leeks, and he gave the gardener his coat. And once the gardener had his coat, he said, can I borrow your coat and sleep in it a little bit? And he slept in it. And when he woke up, the coat just crumbled into pieces from the heat and from the healing of the jaundice. Have a wonderful day.